Michael Dupree Variety Hour, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful morn or night or eve, depending upon the time in which you are listening to this program. I am your host, Michael Dupree. This is an art showcase comedy podcast where we talk about, we talk to musicians and artists and stuff, and sometimes we just have on interesting people, get to know them a little bit, get to know how they're doing. Get to know what how, what their contribution to the world is, if there is any, and how they feel about themselves generally. If you enjoy this show, let me know by emailing me at bigmikey at, at gmail.com. Don't email that email. I don't want I don't want whoever owns that email to be getting a dozens and dozens of emails from my millions of followers <laughs> we have a really good show for you guys today we have uh broderick McAllister. he's a bouncer for improv clubs he'll be on a little bit later but right now i am joined by percy wilberforce he is an art critic yes that's correct how is it going percy oh it's going quite well thank you michael you how look you well today? you look very uh you're, you're dressed in the nines oh, thank you so much yes this uh this is a delightful outfit i found most of it online mm-hmm. uh the jiggins were uh somewhat hard to squeeze into but uh mm-hmm. nonetheless i did find the way where there's a will there, right? you, you, yes. you seem like you're sweating a lot because it is a it's a pretty hot day out today yes it certainly is it certainly is mm-hmm. of course i tend to sweat even on the coldest days i find oh why is that oh probably nerves probably a lot of things mm-hmm. i suppose my alcoholism contributes to that probably yes, probably a great yes, deal yes. so uh so you're an art critic yes i am uh, what, what's that life like well uh for the time being it's quite uh, distracting from all the things i have to do mm. it's, uh, you see i'm a student of art history actually oh. and uh well, uh, criticizing art is something I've always wanted to do, seeing as I criticize a great many things in life, but mm-hmm. uh, art in particular. What, what, what other things do you like to criticize? Uh, well, uh, certainly styles mm-hmm. uh, is the message that is uh, aimed at being actually triggered. Uh, are they reaching the destiny of, uh, mm. of what they had in mind? And mm-hmm. I, uh, Well, I feel it's up to me to decide if, uh, if that's the case or not, which uh, quite often is the or not option. Mm-hmm. How how do you uh, how do you break it to somebody when you feel like they're not? Well, I don't know if you can tell from where you're sitting, but I carry with me an aura which uh, shines around me. Perhaps if we I can uh, sense it. Yes, yes, yes. In in dimmer lights, it's much easier to see. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's followed me my whole life, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just get a sense of these things. You see, uh, they just sort of. Uh, strike me mm-hmm. or not strike me which is the case of uh, several uh, submissions that I do uh, undertake and see uh, but it, it it follows me and I know when things are right they are right they are truly right I yes. feel it in my very soul mm-hmm. yes, yes. It's, it's, a, it's like a sixth sense kind yes. of thing uh, so uh, somewhat a sixth sense if a sixth sense and a mood ring got married I suppose <laughs> my aura would be the uh, the result of that uh, particular nuptiating yes very interesting concept that's an idea yeah. so um, so when you as an art how did you get into the art critic business well I found myself attracted to good art and mm-hmm. repelled by bad art that's natural. And, uh, yes, say. yes. And mm-hmm. walking through uh, several museums, I noticed that uh, so much of what they hang on the walls is tripe. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I question if uh, those out there making those decisions are really uh, doing any favors to humanity, to society overall. And so I took it upon myself to spread the word of good art and, mm. and really make people aware of what they should be looking for and uh, rebelling against. What are some things that you find valuable in art? Well, shockingly enough, that uh, typically if you were to uh, go to, set, say, a uh, comic book store or most bookstores where they sell graphic novels, mm-hmm. uh, well, that's some of the most impressive art on the market. Ah, today. I'd say so, yeah. Yes, I mean, you can go to a museum and look at, oh, it looks, uh, it took someone seven years to make this painting. <laughs> I'm afraid it's simply ghastly. Mm-hmm. Where I can look at uh, someone here, it took them 30 days to pump out these 
80 pages that you mm-hmm. scream good art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man and, and Wolverine. Oh, yes, you get the right art as upon it. Mm-hmm. You, say you put a Todd McFarlane on a Spider-Man, and there's nothing going to stop that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not a fan of, like, Mark Rothko or oh, Lord, Da Vinci no. or no. Jackson Pollock? Uh, Jackson Pollock, not at all. Uh, da Vinci certainly had his... Uh, his moments, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, more so in thought than the actual depiction of the art, I find. Not a big fan of his art itself? Not so much. He took so, so long just to do damn things. The Sistine Chapel, you look at the, uh, the, the, the the roof of the place, and look how long it took to, to create such a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had to lay on his back for all that? Yes, exactly that. Moving his eyeballs back in his sockets. I look <laughs> at it and just see suffering. Suffering that no one should have to endure. And if it took so much suffering, to create, well, it certainly takes somewhat of a fraction of that just to view. So you'd, you'd say the more time and suffering that's gone into a piece of art, the less valuable it is? I, I fully believe that, yes, yes. The mm. good art should just flow from the body. Mm. Yes, indeed. So uh, that's probably the exact opposite of what most art, art critics think. And there within lies the problem. Now you begin to see. Mm. See, uh, good art doesn't take time. Why, well, you look at some of the greatest songs in history, and, and, and the people who wrote them say, yes, this was my first impression of it. What's your, what are some of the best songs in history, in your opinion? Oh, good Lord, that's a tough one. Well, uh, for instance, uh, anything by the police. The police. Yes, oh, indeed. Sting. Yes. Sting, sting to look at then. something like... Uh, they, yeah, the, 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 any songs by the police don't seem like they had a lot of thought put into them. Well, that's just it. You take a song like uh, Every Breath You Take. Mm-hmm. When they've initially arrived at what they were going to uh, make into the song, uh, they tried improving it in oh so many ways and decided to scale it back to the initial impression which had caught the ear of all of them in the first place. And so mm-hmm. you see... They actually took the long way around to find the shortcut that they were at in the first place. I think I've got I got what you're saying here. Yes, yes. So uh, you must have a lot of cr- critics of your critiques in in the art community. Uh, well, fortunately, I don't have a lot of uh, critics of uh, my opinions. But uh, unfortunately, that's because I don't currently have a lot of uh, followers or listeners. Uh, oh, well, yes, how, uh, how do you? How does an art critic typically go about? Um, getting people to pay attention to them. Well, I found that uh, I've started my own blog, uh-huh. and I push it through my uh, Facebook feed, and mm-hmm. uh, I have a friend who set up a uh, Twitter account and mm. uh, apparently tweets things about uh, about my blog. And uh, I'm really I'm trying to find subscribers uh, right now. So, um, if uh, how if many uh, followers do you have on Twitter right now? Well, I'll just say this: less than twelve. Okay. Yes. That's very little. Why do you think you have uh, such a small follower count? Well, I think people fear the truth. I truly mm. believe that. That's why we're in the current political situation in which we are. They, mm-hmm. they find themselves hiding behind a shield of lies, which makes them feel comfortable. Mm. And I spread the truth. People fear that. That is, it's the truth is scary sometimes. Yes, it can be. Yes. So, what are some of your 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 favorite of all time art pieces? I suppose uh, Edward Munch's The Scream mm. so captures the the mood of depression, fear, angst mm-hmm. that uh, that he tries strive to achieve and and uh, little known fact that uh, painting actually took him two and a half hours to to do. Really? Yes, yes, one of the oh. quickest paintings he ever did in his life. Is that your favorite part about it? Yes, absolutely. Like I if it had taken him a couple of days to make it, you Probably wouldn't like it as much. Yeah, a couple of days may be pushing it, but mm. uh, you go beyond a week, and uh, yes, you've uh, pretty much lost my interest. Uh, mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Who do you think Edward Munch's uh, The Scream could be even better if he took even less time to do it? I think if he didn't sleep unaware of it and woke up to it, mm. yes, certainly. That would be extremely impressive. Are there any uh, artists that are like that, that haven't... Um, that haven't been aware that they were making art and then they just it just happened to be? Uh, well, I'm unaware of anyone who's unaware currently, but uh, mm-hmm. I'd be curious to find out if you're out there listening and you are indeed an artist who's woken up to uh, to your drawings, paintings next to you, uh, please make me aware. Come to uh, Percy Dovetons, uh, PercyWilberforce.com. PercyWilberforce.com. Uh, yes, at Gmail.com. Gmail. Yes, I think it's correct. Gmail. Well, yes, I suppose either way works. Mm-hmm. Yes, perhaps the G is silent. <laughs> Just at mail.com. That's correct. So, 
as as an art critic, um, you 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 probably spend a good amount of time a day looking at art. No, um, at least three hours. How, yes. At least three. Okay, that was yes, my question. Like yes. how how long, and and when do you know that it's about time for you to kind of throw in the towel for the day and uh, just call it and, and call it a night? And I become bored easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, in those three hours, I do judge a lot of art. Uh, Yes, a lot of pieces. I find that I, if I, my immediate impressions of anything are often correct, correct enough that I just trust in them. Mm-hmm. So when I look at a piece of art, I allow myself about five minutes to sum up exactly how I feel about it and mm-hmm. how everyone should feel about it mm-hmm. when viewing it and draw my conclusions from that. And, and how do you view the art? Do you go to museums or do you just like look at them online? Uh, well, a little both, really. Mm-hmm. If it's intriguing enough uh, online, I shall go visit it to the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, truth be told, if it's local enough uh, online, I'll go visit the, the museum. Have you ever uh, gone on any like tours across the world to go look at some art for your blog? I've traveled as far as Grand Rapids and Windsor, Canada. Mm, so yes. not that far. Well, or Detroit. I suppose. Yes, if one were to walk, it'd be extremely uh, yes. Yeah, so quite a is distance. that how you got there? No, but uh, my point is uh, still if, valid. Yes, yes. yes yeah. Someone took a stagecoach. That, it's well, that's correct. It yeah. probably takes several days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least eight. Yes. And then you'd need passports for your horses. Mm-hmm. Very, yes. Indeed. That would be that would be such a uh, an ordeal. Oh, you could get so bogged down in the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the length of time spent not worth it. No, not it's worth not, it. not not. Yes. So, um, tell us a little bit about your childhood. Like, uh, growing up, what was your life like? uh, Oddly enough, I uh, grew up uh, here in Michigan. Oh, really? Yes, that's correct. Uh, With my mother, who didn't allow me to go outdoors very much. Mm. It was just uh, me and my sister, Mattie, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, mother. And uh, we would just uh, travel the countryside uh, quite often when I was a child. Uh, I was actually born in uh, Africa. Uh, Yes, along Mm. the uh, Congo River. Yes, my, my father was stationed there, and uh, that's how he met my mother, and oh. uh, was unaware of her pregnancy, and seven months into it, well, uh, well, they were on a safari, I, uh, I popped out, oh. popped out unexpectedly. It was the day my father found out that my mother was indeed <laughs> pregnant, and uh, sadly enough, the day he left her also. Uh, for that reason? Uh, yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, I am a... Uh, well, by nature, I'm an African-American, you could say. Okay. I was born in Africa and attained my citizenship here in America. So you, you're from Michigan and you spent your whole life in Michigan? That's correct. Mostly uh, indoors. Uh, well, I have a question. Uh, why do you have a British accent if you're from Michigan? I wasn't aware I had an accent of any kind. Really? Yes. It's, it's, it's very strong. Oh, uh, my... I thank you so much for that. It's uh, <laughs> you see, I didn't have many friends growing up. It was just uh, mother and I and Matty. So mm-hmm. I suppose one takes on the accents that they are fed throughout their lives. Your, your your mother and your sister spoke in similar accents to you. Well, I suppose they do. Uh, I mean, well, I you're you saying I have an accent. Oh. I don't hear it quite. So frankly. my voice sounds the same as yours to you. Uh, certainly. Hmm. I suppose on the microphone it should be hard to distinguish for listeners which one is speaking and which one is not at times. <laughs> I think it might be a little bit easier than you'd expect. Well, I don't know. I've, I've spent about half a minute thinking about it, and that's all that's required. <laughs> so, you, um, you, you, you said you, uh, you spent a lot of time indoors when you were growing up. Is, that, is that still true now? Uh, yes, it is. I, I fear the sun, quite frankly. I mm-hmm. hear such ghastly stories of uh, melanoma yes, yes, sun-related diseases. Uh, mm-hmm. I take supplements of vitamin D to compensate for the sun not being in my life. Yes. Uh, but yes, I find the indoors so much more refreshing. It's uh, Without doors, the weather, especially here in Michigan, changes so often. You can't predict what's exactly. going to happen. You might look at like it's sunny outside. The minute you step outside, it's thunderstorming. Exactly. Might get hit by lightning. Simply ghastly. Indoors, mm-hmm. you always know what to expect. What What are some of your hobbies other than uh, critiquing art? Well, I do like cooking somewhat. Oh. Yes. Do you have a similar outlook on cooking as uh, art? No, 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 no. Cooking is uh, something totally different. I find mm-hmm. that often when I buy recipes at the store, if I follow the instructions on the box, uh, they turn out just fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm particularly good at making rice. So, uh, well, rice takes a certain amount of time to cook. Yes, it does, unless you have a rice cooker. Oh. 
I need a rice cooker. Rice yeah, cookers are great. Everyone should have one. So, but so, do you feel like the less amount of time that it takes to cook something, the better it is, or do you think a little bit more time with food is better? Well, I suppose with food, it's the uh, it's it's not so much the destination as the journey. So with food, I've no problem uh, dedicating time to making the food. Mm-hmm. However, I do tend to eat fast, which. Um, Yes, I find that bouts of gas are often a uh, problem in my life. Yes, and maybe choking. Yes, a little bit. It happens occasionally, not very often, but uh, particularly when I swallow liquids, it seems Mm. to go down as a mass lump in my throat Mm -hmm. at times, almost tearing my esophagus. (laughs) Painful, painful. Are you married? Uh, No, I'm afraid not. So if you're you're choking in your, your house or your apartment or wherever you live, you're... You, you got to figure it out yourself or you're out. Well, I have seven cats and oh. uh, three of them that I would trust with my life. Oh. Should it come to it, I believe they they would know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've often seen them choking themselves, coughing up hairballs. Ah. I, They're kind of experts on choking. Yeah, them. they certainly are. They hmm. seem very well prepared for, for such an ordeal. Seven cats. Yes, that's uh, great. you have an apartment or a house? A house. Okay, so it's a, it's a little bit more room for them. What, what made you want seven different seven cats? That's a lot of cats. Well, in truth, I didn't want any cats. Oh. But, uh, well, having a uh, pet door in the front of my house when I bought it, so mm. these cats just started showing up. And you who didn't was think I to, like, to say they should starve to death? And oh. Well, no, I bought it up. When the first one started showing up and he'd leave, I thought, well, that was rather pleasant having him here. I do hope he returns. Mm-hmm. And thus he did with a friend and then another friend. And he told two friends and <laughs> so on and so on. It's like a triangle effect. It is, and yes, if that's what it's called. Uh, yes, I, I think I might be. Accept that. <laughs> so, I would go on with pyramid, but uh, yeah. yes, as I suppose uh, two-dimensionally. It, uh, yes, triangles. Would look triangles. Yes, yes indeed. So uh, does it get lonely living on your own? Without another person around? It can be. Yeah? I'm sorry, I didn't bring, I mean to bring up any like, oh, harsh no, feelings. I'm sorry, it's just, uh, it's just something I don't often address in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, my cats are rather pleasant. Oh, you're still a younger man. Yes, thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. You're in your 30s? Yes, 32. 32, yes. That's correct. You still got time. Yes, yes. I suppose we've all time. Yes, yeah. yes, all the time in the world. It's uh, if I could just uh, get more people to show up at my uh, my house. Have uh, you have you tried to reach out to people, invite people over? I don't know how, really. It's you something that uh, Mother or Matty never taught me. Oh, yeah, that's true. I suppose everything we learn in life must be acquired at some point, taught, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all ignorant until shown the correct way. Do you ever uh, try to like socialize with people at art shows and oh, stuff? Oh God, no! <laughs> that just strikes me as simply ghastly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to, to, to talk to them, I'm. Uh, what's why well, I've chosen to put up this uh, very large piece of cardboard between us here. I, <laughs> I don't much care to look at the person I'm talking to, nor mm-hmm. see them uh, looking at me. Yeah, I, I keep having to to lean over this cardboard piece, and you keep averting my gaze. Yes, that's right. I'd prefer you didn't do that. The Stay less you home. see me, the less I see you. The mm-hmm. better off this interview will be. Okay. It's already taken an inordinate amount of time. <laughs> what more could you possibly want to know? Well, uh, I wanted to know, have you ever tried uh, tried your hand at art yourself? Oh, God, no. No? God, no. I mean, what if my art were judged to be piss? <laughs> well, then everything I say about art would be uh, completely disregarded. That's true. I find it better to do things, uh, to talk about and uh, criticize things that I don't do myself, much like film critics or theater critics. Is that common with uh, with critics? Is they they don't really uh, partake in the thing that they're cr- critiquing? I believe it to be yes. We mm. do best, or we talk best of that which we know least of. I'd say that's true in life in general. Yes, I'd like to say I've always said that, but in truth, I just said it now for the very first time. Excuse oh. me, I'm writing it down to talk about Splendid. There we go. There we go. So, um, what what kind of uh, changes do you think you'll have to make in your the way you approach your blog and your uh, critiques in order to maybe ap- appeal more to the masses? Well, I... Um in the advisement of my ego, I've uh, decided to try to get out more, spread mm. the word more. Uh, thus why I agreed to be on this podcast. Leafletting. 
Yes, hoping that the thousands and thousands of listeners that you have, mm-hmm. at least I shall see a fraction of that uh, coming sure to will. my blog site. Mm-hmm, which yes. is uh, percywilberforce.com. Yes, that's correct. And uh, tell me a little bit about the, the structure of your blog. You just uh, have like a Monday Monday critique or like you do one daily or... Well, I try work? to do at least two art pieces daily. Daily. It's, uh, yes, a discipline I've given to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the reviews can go on for quite some time, addressing the technique, the history of the artist, uh, what betrays their message, uh, they have any influence in their life, and other times it'll just be simply the word crap, and we move mm-hmm. on. Yes, on those days I often find myself busier, you know, taking mm. cats to the vet, feeding cats, uh, things like that that we all do, I suppose. Hmm. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Next question. So, uh, ha- when you uh, do go out, um, go out outside and uh, find yourself in the sun, mm-hmm. um, do you find yourself eventually giving in to like the the feeling? of uh, the warmth of the sun, the happiness about being around other people, or is it always bad? Well, if you notice, this large piece of cardboard in front of us is a bit uh, weather, uh, weathered bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take it out with me. Yes. Uh, be it sun, be it rain, it protects me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often have to find a new piece of cardboard every mm-hmm. uh, every two weeks or so, depending on how often it is I go out. But now I simply dread the weather. If there was some sort of uh, underground tunneling system, mm. I would uh, I would be a big fan, yay, a big user of uh, of such a thing. Are there many people that uh, have a good uh, who know what you look like well, uh, other than your mother and your sister? Like people who are, who have been able to look at you for a long period of time? I should think not. No, no. You'd hope I'm, not. Uh, I'm often not seen. Mm-hmm. Some question whether I truly exist or not. Well, mm-hmm. I think you exist. Well, thank You're right you across for your vote of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, hidden behind this corrugated shield. Would you say that you are you wouldn't want people to see you because you don't want you to be critiqued the way that you critique art? As an ancient belief that when a camera takes a picture of someone, it will steal their soul. Mm. I feel his eyes are the window of the soul. I don't want them windowing in on my soul. It's mm. something I'd rather keep to myself. Mm-hmm. And every time I am viewed by a person, it diminishes my character somewhat. So, I believe that uh, we are given in life so many opportunities to be seen. Mm-hmm. And once we've used them all up, it brings about our own death. The less I'm seen, the longer I live. Hmm. Very interesting. Very fascinating way of going about things. Uh, but do you ever consider the fact that you, the longer you go without being seen, the more lonely you might be in the long run? I've never really considered it. I mean, I mean loneliness is a state of mind, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I have my cats. I have my, well, as I said, my cats. And mm-hmm. uh, well, that's I'm quite content with that. I'll be. I'm your friend. Oh, well, I, I appreciate that, Michael. It's it's always good to have a friend. Mm-hmm. I do so wish you were a girl. Yeah, <laughs> me too. very honest about that. Mm-hmm. I've often heard about them and curious to see what, uh, well, what they're all about. Mm. <laughs> you never met a girl before other than your mom and your sister? My God, they're girls. You're right. I hadn't considered that. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no, I've, I've not really. Well, I mean, are moms and sisters girls, or are they just moms and sisters? Well, not in the sense that I care to know them better, certainly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I suppose if the incestual implications of that uh, gives me a very <laughs> chill to my bone. So, so other than them, you haven't met another girl personally? Well, I'm uh, <clears throat> very sad to say no. No, I've not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame. I feel I have so much to offer a woman yeah. if she would just come along. What, what kind of things would you offer? Oh my God! I could offer her uh, my indoors, my cats, <laughs> my my the indoor of my house. Could she maybe look mm. at you? Yes, occasionally. I I think that wow. would be apt if uh, yes, I would grant her glimpses now and then. Mm-hmm. If I should so uh, return them upon her. So, uh, what what do you th- would you say? Because some people feel like there's some sort of ethical issues with art critique 
crit- critics like what do you feel is the purpose of art critics i feel it's to guide us is to uh to guide us not only to tell us what we like and what we shouldn't like but what we should like mm. uh, what we should uh embrace in life uh, you don't think that people should uh decide for themselves when they what they should like or not like I think the concept of opinions is uh, is a false concept, in my opinion. That mm. uh, that people who think they have opinions uh, are only under the false impression that they feel certain ways about certain things. Often, mm. those feelings are wrong. I think it's a uh, it's the place of me and people like me to point out to them that where they're wrong and where they should be right. I should hope if I was wrong, someone would point it out to me. But I find that uh, in most cases, I'm not wrong. Hmm. At least I'm not wrong about that. Hmm. Well, that's that's a very strong that's a very strong confidence that you have. Man, I suppose it does seem to masquerade as that, but uh, I believe it's something more. I hold the truth. I hold hmm. the truth. So, uh, do you have any questions for me? Oh, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> do you uh, do you have any cats? I do. I have two cats. Oh, splendid! What are the names? They're Baby and Farah. Oh, <laughs> they sound so cute. Do you have any pictures? I do have pictures. Oh, I'd love yeah. to see them. Here's here's one. Oh, look at that. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? You're a good boy. Can't hear a you. good boy. <laughs> oh, yes, I suppose that's just. I uh, I I kind of tricked you a little bit there because I got a glimpse of your face as uh, as you looked at those pictures. Blast! I've just lost another day off my potential life. What? Yes. Why would you lose days off your life from me seeing you? I believe that humans could live to be thousands of years old. The only thing that stops them from being that old is every time they're glimpsed, they lose a day. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, yeah, sorry. That is, uh, well, by that logic, every time they're glimpsed at, they lose a day. I feel like you'd be dead by the age of 14 because of all the people that see you through your life. I don't think that's necessarily true. There are people you encounter, mm. and there are people who look at you. Oh. Most people you encounter these days are off staring at the ground, yes. staring at their cellular telephones, staring at things about them. But should you ask them uh, one minute after meeting you if this is the person you met, uh, they wouldn't be able to identify you for they don't really glimpse you. Was there a difference between looking and seeing? Oh, there absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Do you lose time off your life for people looking at you or people seeing at you? People looking at me only if they're seeing me. Mm, okay. All right. Yes. Well, we are going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we are going to welcome our next guest on. His name is Broderick McAllister. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider on the planet. Allegedly, no one has told me I'm wrong about that yet. So, But also, if you are only using a particular podcast provider, then you probably wouldn't have access to this podcast, so you wouldn't be able to tell me if you have access to it or not. So that's like Sophie's choice there. <laughs> that's an accurate reference. Is that an accurate reference, Percy? I've never seen the movie, All but right. I've heard the term. I, I'm going to say yes to yes, it. Yes, great. I'm often correct. All right, well, I'm, I'm sitting here with Percy Wil- Wilberforce. He's an art critic. Uh, he's now a good friend of mine. Um, we bonded a little bit more over the break, and he, you good even night, let me see you a little bit more for a, a brief moment. I gave you a day. My gift to you, Michael. Thank you. That's yes. a wonderful gift. Um, and you can have all the days that you want. That's, <coughs> my, that's my gift to you. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. It's getting into scary territory. Mm-hmm. It's almost like super friendship. Super friends. Mm-hmm. I have ah, seen that. That's a great. That's a great show. Yes. Is it, what, where does that rank on your art? On art. Simply ghastly. <laughs> so it's not great. Yes. Oh. I find that uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons in general are uh, the first moments in life I had that uh, well made me taste my stomach. But those seem like they only take like minutes to make. Because they just reuse frames and, 
uh, it seems like they don't take a whole lot of effort to make. Beautiful. Well, it's true. Good art comes out quickly, but uh, mm. bad art can come out just as quickly. Oh, okay. There's no love, no caring put into it. So it's it. not just amount of t- it's not just the amount of time that makes art good. It's where it comes from in the heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not you don't like Scooby Doo, no. Johnny Those Adventure. Those don't come from the heart. They clearly come from the ass. No. <laughs> yes. Great. And I'm also joined here by Broderick McAllister. Hey. He is a bouncer for an improv club. Yeah. Mm, I've been a, been a bouncer for a long time, but uh, just recently moved over to improv clubs. and It's kind of well, nice. You, you, you've you been bouncing for a long time? Well, where where else had you bounced before? Uh, and how long? Oh, I've been bouncing for like 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. You know, started off like, you know, some, some of the more seedy clubs, you know. A lot of action there. Learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Really thankful. You ever seen Roadhouse? No, I haven't. Oh, great movie. Great movie? Oh, all about the bouncing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Swayze at his finest. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. So um, Put it on your queue. So is that a career choice that you made? You're just, I'm I'm, I'm a bouncer for the rest of my life, or just well, kind of fell into your lap? Well, I kind of I fell into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh I was just standing outside a bar one night, and a uh, fight broke out. You know, they were trying to come back to the bar. I was like, "You were you weren't working as a bouncer yet?" No, 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 no. Uh, I was walking by. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a civilian then. Yes. And uh, so I see this fight break out. Um, they're trying to take it back into the bar. I'm like, "Whoa, no, this is not right. You do not take that into a fine establishment." Mm-hmm. You know, and I I I, I grabbed him. I grab him by like the scruff of their neck, mm. oh. and I tossed him on the street. And, and it's like, where's this feeling been all my life? <laughs> it was a good feeling. Oh, it was so great! It was a rush. You felt like a vigilante. Oh, yeah, I felt like I was doing God's work. Mm. You know, I'm keeping the street safe. Mm-hmm. Not like a, not like Batman level. Yeah, but you know, you're close. Yeah, I'm just one man. You're like a bar Batman. Yeah, maybe if I was like a billionaire or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. Batman was one of the super friends. Yes, oh. he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yes. Has that has super friends clouded your judgment of Batman? Uh, sorry, I was thinking about super friends. What? <laughs> has has uh, super friends clouded your judgment of Batman? Oh no, you're, strictly you're, of uh, those who crap him out. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, Batman okay. shall always be good. You know, you know, uh, when they when they had that cartoon, they really never focused on the friendship too much. They just. That's Always. interesting. It was more, very valid. They were more like there weren't. It wasn't a lot of relationship building. It was more like show. work friends. You yeah, know, you know yeah. how that is. Like water cooler Keen observation. You, you do tasks together. Yeah. Sure. So maybe that was one of the problems with Super Friends is it didn't focus a lot on like the interpersonal relationships between the friends. Yeah. It was, uh, wasn't the Wonder Twins part of that too? Yes, Wonder Twins were were part of it, and I didn't really see a whole lot of chemistry between them either, which is yeah. a problem. Well, weren't they? They, they were like uh, they were like fraternal twins, I think. Were they? Yeah, they yeah, were that makes sense. Like one, one was a boy, one was a girl. Yeah. I should imagine they were incestual twins from the looks and actions of them. Yes. Why? Why would you get that impression? Well, they look so much alike, and they yes. don't act like normal people do. Well, they're superheroes. Oh, I should hardly think so. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is related, but one of them always turned into a form of water. I always thought that was a little strange. Yes. Oh, good lord, look out. Water. Yeah, I was like... Hey, water can drown people. There's one episode where one's like form of a uh, an elephant, the other one was like bucket of water. And then... Is that real? Yeah. And then, the, yeah, you gotta go back. You gotta, you know... I'm gonna pull out my uh, Super Friend DVDs. Oh, oh you, got, you got the box set? Box set, yeah. All right, I got the uh, special edition. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, there's a whole behind-the-scenes stuff. You really gotta check it out. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's enlightening. Hanna-Barbera show up in the behind-the-scenes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Wow. So uh, you 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 were bouncing at bars for a while, and uh, what what wanted what made you want to get out of that business, out of out of bars and move over to improv? Well, the bar that I was at it closed down. Oh. Just walking around. What was that bar? Uh, it was called uh, Ted McAllister's. Ted McAllister. No, oh, is that no, your f- no relation. No relation. Okay. No relation. It was just a happy coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that closed down. There was a health inspection, and then, um, you know, you know, one thing led to another. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get that that F grade, or and you're usually the first one to go. Yeah, yeah, Bouncers that's how they do it. You know, get out of here. Yeah, they don't they don't respect the people who've been there longest. Mm-hmm. How, how does the most. one eject a bouncer from a bar? I should yeah. be curious to find. They get out. a bigger bouncer. 
Well, they had to get two from another place. Oh, they had to outsource bouncers. Yeah. I mean, I went peacefully, you know. Oh, so they didn't even really need to. Yeah, but they still, they want to do a show of force, you know. <laughs> and then they both stood outside the door with their arms crossed, you know, letting me know that it's a classic bouncer move, mm. you, that you're not It's a territory back. thing. Like, you accept that you're not allowed there anymore, but it's also like a marking of territory. Yeah, yeah, it's, def- it's a complete alpha move, you mm-hmm. know. It lets you know, like, hey, I'm in charge. You're not getting back in here. Mm-hmm. I should think from a management point of view, they've doubled their initial problem. Yeah. Do what? they keep? Do they hire on those two other bouncers as, like, permanent employees or just for the day to help get you out? Well, I thought it was for the day, but then they they had a, a another bar and they brought them over and it was oh, it, it kind of hurt. That sounds terrible. Yeah, because I could have just gone over there, but instead yeah. they they liked the efficiency with which they ejected me. But now they have two. Yeah, like like Percy said, now they have two uh, paychecks well, to pay for. Well, that other bar is thriving. Oh, well, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it seems sure. like. Seems a similar problem of giving Medusa a haircut to, to, for everyone you got to should grow in his place, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme. It's like, uh, yes, or a triangle. Yes. I, I like that. I like that movie, Clash of Titans. Oh, splendid movie. Great yeah, movie. That's a good yes. one. I like the first one, though. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, are you an art, you're a movie guy? Like uh, You like uh, comics and, and television shows and stuff? I mean, they're good. You know, it's they're, a, good. they're on. You wouldn't call yourself a, like, a critic or anything? No. No. Well, right, you're good, Percy. I can. Well, I sometimes agree with critics, movie critics. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't, and so sometimes I'm like, "Hey, they got it," and then other times it, they don't got it. Do you uh do you automatically decide whether you're seeing a movie or not based on critics? I try not to let it influence me, mm-hmm. but. I won't lie. Sometimes I haven't seen things, and then later on, I'll I'll see them on Netflix or someplace. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have listened to that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta go with your heart. You see, you see. So you would you say you wouldn't say that you're like, you have your opinions guided by critics. Yeah, but sometimes I'm swayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you only think they're your opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They seep into your subconscious. And critics then, are often correct, especially mm-hmm. when they're me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably like that bloke, that uh, broken clock scenario. You know, they're right twice a day. Probably like critics. Are you familiar with Percy Wilberforce's work? Uh, I I I listened to his interview earlier. Oh yes. And so now I feel like I'm I'm apprised of of his work, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking forward to following him. I'm oh, splendid! Like, there you go. That should yeah. bring us up to twelve See? now. Yes. Yeah. So now you have lucky number twelve. It's already paint coming back to you. Yes, moving onward and upward. Mm. Thank you so much, Broderick. Your patronage of my website is greatly appreciated. Great. So, Broderick, uh, you you uh, didn't you? So you after you got uh, canned from your your bar job, uh, what what got you over to bouncing at improv clubs? All right, there I was. Let me take you back. Okay. There I was, down on my luck, worst time ever. Mm-hmm. It was already a bad gig. So many fights. I got stabbed in the foot once. Not at that bar, but I think it's important. Just in general? Yeah. At that bar, I didn't get stabbed in the foot, though. Mm-hmm. I got stabbed uh, once in the buttock. Wow. Left one. Once in the other buttock, the right one. Wow. Let the right one in. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And it got one stab in, like, right in the femur. Wow. Yeah. The uh, the knife got stuck. Ow. Yeah. It was bad. It you was have bad. A, they have a nasty scar? Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah. I'd love to see your nasty okay, scar. Okay. Here it is. That uh, is a nasty uh, scar. Oh, the uh, knife is still, Lord. I can still see fragments yeah. sticking I, out of your leg. It's it's part of me now. Oof. That should not be part of a human being right now. I, I can tell when a storm is coming. I'm surprised the, it doesn't. Uh, you can tell when a storm is coming. Is that what you said? Because the metal fragments in my system, it it makes me attuned to the barometric pressures, or at least wow. that's what someone told me. I don't know. Wow. I I just feel like a tingling. Hey, you know, speaking of uh, super superhero stuff, you know, it's like that uh, spidey sense tingling. Oh. Yeah. It's like a it, stormy sense. Yeah. If I feel my knife fragments uh, vibrating, I know that there's going to be. Uh, some precipitation. Oh, 
that's kind of useful. Yeah. Good Lord, your wound has afforded you the gift of meteorology. Yeah. Yes, you're almost Said a superhero it. yourself. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, I should have been. You got, you got the build. Oh, thank you. Uh, weatherman. I should have been a weatherman. Well, you could just be a superhero named Weatherman. Yeah. By night, he is a bouncer. By day, he becomes Weatherman. Mm-hmm. Forecasting the weather that should be upon us shortly. <laughs> you guys, I could do this. You'd be like a crime prediction. This is my the knife thing. That's my origin story. Yeah. And then out of chaos comes weather. Mm. <laughs> Standing <laughs> upon buildings shouting, You shan't rob that bank, for it should be raining soon, and you'll become wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how... You know how t- dangerous roads get when it first starts raining. Yeah. Looking out for everybody, even the, oil the, the robbers. Out, and then they can they can slip. Their tires can slip. Mm-hmm. You see that? You've talked me out of potential crime this day. You yes. should use that power for good, not evil. Mm-hmm. You guys are blowing my mind right now. So, uh, so you had all those terrible things happen to you, and uh, so how'd you Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, getting to the improv club. Yeah. So, worst day ever, thinking about my stabbings, walking down the street, I think I'm never going to find another place again. Yeah. I think. Broderick, Brody, some people call me Brody. Do you call yourself Brody? I call myself Brick. Brick? Yeah, Brick. Oh. But, like, sometimes people call me Rick. Mm. Really close friends, I say, you can call me Brick. Mm-hmm. So I said, Brick, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Mm-hmm. And right as that happened, I saw this club. It, didn't, it looked kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, didn't have the velvet ropes ropes in front of it. What kind of club is this? Oh, this is improv club. Mm. It was, it was pretty awesome. I went in there. Usually, I, I, I you know, would laugh at the misfortunes of life. You know, mm-hmm. drunk guy, parking lot, mm-hmm. slips. It's like there was a banana peel there, but there wasn't. Slapstick of life. Yeah, but this time they were. They were doing funny things. On purpose. Yeah, on a stage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I want to be part of this. Mm-hmm. And then it's, there was a little sign in the window as I was leaving that said, Bouncer Wanted. Whoa. Well, what kind of, what area of the, of, where was this? This was, this is, this is an Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti needed a bouncer at their improv club. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. For some reason, they, they they built their improv club like in the middle of the uh, the least developed area of Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. Um, All of Ypsilanti. Well, I mean, some, have you have you been to Depot Town? No, I haven't. It's nice. Oh, okay. You should really you should have an open mind. All right. So there's a little improv club in in Depot Town in Ypsilanti. Yeah. And they needed a bouncer. Yeah. And uh, so so you went in and you uh, asked them for for the job and what happened. They they were ecstatic. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is what we need. They liked your size? Yeah. That, that, that always helps, you know. You're a big guy. Mm-hmm. You're very uh, tall. Uh, you know, I try to get to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know. He looks like you succeeded getting there. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're looking pretty good yourself. <laughs> looks oh. like you ate a gym for breakfast, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that only in the kindest way. <laughs> yes. He's funny. You yeah. can't. You can't eat a gym. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose one could eat a gym. Well, maybe. Yes. Really. I'd accept that challenge. It might take a long time, though. Yes, and become boring the yes. first day. Mm-hmm. If you can't eat in two and a half hours, then it's not worth doing. No. It would take so long. You'd have to be like a robot or something. Ooh, you could like have a party. Make it like a instead of a party sub, you can ha- eat a whole gym. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's an idea. That would be a good movie. <laughs> be a good party or a good superhero power you could eat you could eat metal the bouncer weatherman who ate an entire gym mm-hmm. I'd watch a movie like that I, I would do just out of pure curiosity of that concept yes trademark so uh, you uh, what are some right. challenges what are the differences between working at an improv club as a bouncer and working at a bar as a bouncer okay good question uh, so at a bar you got the standard drunk guys you know, mm-hmm. guys getting too handsy and stuff. Yeah. Improv club. Handsy with you or handsy with, like, female folks? Oh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes handsy with me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, it's been a long day. I appreciate the attention. Yeah. 
you know. Other they times they touch you and you're like, oh, man, it feels nice to be touched. Well, yeah, you know, they don't go. For, they don't go for the goods, you know. You're like, yeah. you're like, man, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know. Camaraderie. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these guys, why not? You know. Yeah. Uh, but at the improv club, it is bachelorette parties. They get mm-hmm. out of hand, out of control. Improv clubs are a popular place for bachelorette parties. Yeah, and it, it seems kind of strange too because. If you're if you're gonna get married and you want to get rowdy, uh, it seems strange that you want to go to a place where you know they don't want you to talk during a show because mm. all they want to do is they were like ah yeah woo yeah yeah the woos mm-hmm. yeah that's what they call that's what we call them in the mm-hmm. business woo girls woos oh. yeah because they they just woo all the time. And they're there with their penis hats and their straws and penis straws, and they they have water guns shaped like them too. Just all 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 penises. Yeah, that's the theme. Oh, their suggestions can't be that uh, creative. They are not very creative because every single bachelor party that comes in, same thing, tiara, sash, penis stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like there's a factory churn the stuff out you know so what do you do when uh when a bachelor party bachelor party starts to get a little too unruly well i go in and i say miss you know please take your seat please be quiet mm-hmm. um you know it breaks my heart when i gotta bounce a, a bachelorette you know yeah you know uh, uh the bride to be yeah uh you it's usually one of our friends yeah yeah usually it's like hey i they're like hey uh, pick Carol. She's getting married. And and then of pick course Pick Carol. Yeah, well, that's Carol. They're usually called Carol. What do you what do you mean pick Carol? Like the the bride, you know? Mm-hmm. Like pick her for like a uh to go on stage. Oh, okay. All or right. or like, you know, they say something they think is funny, like uh Hey, pick what her suggestion is. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. But usually it's it's you know. It's some sort of filth. Yeah. Dildo yeah. or penis yeah. or something yeah. you, like that. You, you've seen it? Yeah. I've heard of it. Oh, you've been there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, when you when you try to bounce a, a bachelorette, uh, how does the party usually react to that? Uh, I'm not going to lie. They don't like it. No? No. They ever try to fight you? They do. And mm-hmm. they, they fight dirty. Yeah? With the nails. No knives. Uh, well, they have nail files. Oh. You know. You ever been stabbed with a nail file at this improv club? Yeah. And one time, one of, like a, like five of them jumped on my back. Mm-hmm. I was on down on the ground for a little bit. They pulled out an emery board and started shaving off my skin on oh. my arm. Oh, my God. It hurt like a son of a bitch. I'll tell you yeah. right. Oh, my God. Did anyone come to help you? Uh, no, I got loose, you know. Mm-hmm. Been doing the uh, the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. And Did you ever have to punch anyone, any of the women in the bachelor parties? I mean, I act like it, you know, just to intimidate them a <laughs> little bit. You act like you're going to punch them? Well, you know, if they start looking through their purses, like what, you know, could be weapons. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to, again, establish the dominance. Mm-hmm. Be the alpha. Let them know, hey, it's not going to happen here. Yeah, I'm curious where one draws the line at uh, bouncing a bachelorette or not. I suppose in the club they do ask openly for suggestions. Well, yeah, they do, uh, but usually it's it's already been taken, and then they just keep going on and on and on about it. You know, well, perhaps they're offering better suggestions. Yeah, I did not think about that. Yeah. Oh, there's poor women who've been bounced out of improv clubs because their superior suggestions were not only rejected, but thus were they from the club itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever Some, think of that? Well, sometimes that does happen, but usually it's like what you said. They say dildo over and over and over again, and it's like we get it, you know. Mm-hmm. We got it the first time. Was it used the first time? Probably not. No. Usually it's like, you know, I heard sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they're over there, sometimes one, two, three of the parties saying dildo, you know. And it's like they just want to steamroll that. Yeah. Has there ever been a scene based on a dildo sandwich? That's a great idea. So many thoughts running through my mind right now. Yeah. 
Mm. Or equally as unappetizing as the previous. Uh, I saw one of those uh, about uh, 13 months ago. Oh, so there was one. Yeah. It's pretty funny. How did that one play 13 out? 13 months. It sounds as if it left a scar upon your impression. <laughs> well, I, I did notice it because they finally gave in. They, they did it, and it was it was funny. Yeah? But I didn't I didn't like it. What it was, was the, like encouraging them. What was the plot of the uh, Dolo sandwich scene? Well, it was pretty simple, you know. Uh, they ran out of lunch meat. <laughs> they looked around. Mm-hmm. They saw what they thought was a, was a salami. Uh-huh. An uncut salami. Yeah. It turned out it was a dildo. Uh-huh. They tried to eat it. Mm-hmm. They were choking on it. Mm-hmm. They, they did the thing where it's like where the sandwich isn't there, but they pretend it's there. Mm-hmm. You know? Like those guys that that wear the white makeup and walk against the wind, with the they they pretend like there's a rope there and there's not. Mimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they do that thing. <laughs> Object work. Oh, oh, is that what it's called? Sometimes. Okay, and uh, like with the sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it looked it looked like he was joking on it. Wow. Yeah. Did you did you go and help him? Yeah, I started to. I was like, wait. <laughs> Wait, brick, brick. What are you doing? It's this part is, of it. This isn't real. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is all make believe. Mm-hmm. He's not choking on a dodo sandwich. That, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So I checked myself. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are your what are your dreams for? Uh, do you want to be working at this improv club forever or? Uh, oh, it's really good right now. Um, I'm hoping to uh, maybe start my own bouncing company. Bouncing company? Yeah. Is that a thing? Or I thought bouncers were like. Uh, just hired individually for um, by the bar. I'm gonna try to change the game. So you want to out to uh, contract? You have want to have a a stable of bouncers, basically like a super friends of bouncers. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, have but they're gonna be actual friends. Oh wow! That's not, a, not just work colleagues. They're, it's contingent on them being actual friends. Wow. And as soon as someone doesn't follow through with kind gestures and and returning texts in an appropriate time frame. Mm-hmm. They're out of there. They're, they yeah. got to get bounced out yeah. of the uh, the we, bounce at the company. Yeah. At least, I suppose the rejection of said students could be the thesis project of a successful student. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yes. In fact, sometimes it's just as important to uh, figure out you know what you don't like is what you do like. Exactly. I have to bounce my best friend. Yeah. Thus, I'm successful today. Yes. Sometimes you got to make those tough decisions. I should think so, yes. Mm -hmm. And kudos to them that do. Yes, that's a a strong sign of maturity, I'd say. Did you actually do that to your best friend? Oh, good Lord, no. My best friend's a cat. I thought Uh He comes and goes as he pleases. I have a pet door. I don't know if I mentioned that. You never had to bounce your cat out of the pet door? Oh, good Lord, no. I I bet I could bounce that cat. I should think so. Is it a tabby? (laughs) I should think if I would put all seven of my cats together, they would not equal your size. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking of uh, seven cats and a trench coat. That's funny. And they're trying to be a person. Mm-hmm. You know, like that thing. That. You know, like that thing from them movies. Into a film. That'd be a great film. Yes. I'd go called? see a film like that. What would that film be called? Hmm. The seven cats in the trench coat pretending to be a person. Yeah. <laughs> That's a catchy name. Yes, it's my immediate impression. Thus, yes. it's excellent. You it know is what? correct. I, I like that because sometimes they name things and, and it has nothing to do with the movie. It's so true. If you put that right on the front, people know what they're yeah, getting. Yeah, they know exactly what they're going to get out of this film. Yes. Like Cats the Musical. Mm. No one went in there like, hey, I thought this was going to be about dogs. Nope. They knew it was about cats. Yeah. I found that there were several old men in No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. No Country for Old Men, but it's all country and all old men. Yes. Yeah. So oh. that doesn't make any sense to me. Do you do Terrible you, film. Do you guys do any spoiler alerts? If do, people haven't seen that. Uh, let's just do a blanket spoiler alert. Okay. Uh, hey, spoiler alert for what I just said. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You can go back and put that before... Is it a spoiler that there's old men in No Country for Old Men? Like, I guess so, because the, the film title does make it seem. Was it Tom? No Country. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it makes it seem like there's no country and there's four old men. 
I suppose it's a spoiler you'd want before you saw the film. Mm. More of a mm-hmm. disclaimer, actually. Yes. The film you're about to see has old men in it. Thus, yeah. the title does not apply accurately. That's good because sometimes, you know, you, you, you look at a big movie screen, you don't want to see a bunch of old men right away. It's, no. It can be jarring. You gotta That's be, uh, very true. You got to be kind of eased into that yeah. bit. I found that there was only one war in the movie Star Wars. Mm, that's Thus true. I sat after the credits waiting for another war. It should, I was if sadly they were, disappointed. If they wanted the plural in the film title, they should have been called Star Battles. Oh, good point. Because there's multiple battles in Star Wars. That's true. But there is only one war. Star fights. We may have won the fight. Mm-hmm. But the film shall depict the war. Another spoiler alert for Star Wars. How come if Kylo Ren is so like, oh man, I need Darth Vader's approval. I want to finish what Bar- Darth Vader started. Why doesn't Darth Vader appear as a storm ghost and be like, hey Kylo, like, don't kill, don't do anything, don't be a bad boy. Plot hole. I'm just saying. Because yeah. he's appeared as a, a, a force ghost before. It's not unheard of for, for, uh, for old Darthy to appear as a... Uh, force ghost. Maybe that's a JJ decision. Maybe that was on the table and maybe Abrams took it off the table. What's your opinion of the Star Wars films? I've only seen the very first one released. Mm. It satisfied my every curiosity about the story. Every sequel and prequel since then has had people asking me, well, wouldn't you like to know more about the story? And the answer is no. No, I wouldn't. I felt like I was completely satisfied with all they had. Oh, did you? you did like it then? Oh, the original, yes. Oh. It had covered all the needs I had, all the curiosities, all the questions I might have had about that story were answered in that one film. I knew I liked this guy. Anything else is just uh, egregious. I mean, it's all fiction. Mm-hmm. You can say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Underneath that mask, Darth Vader has three heads. Did you know that? No, and I don't care to. <laughs> it benefits me not. Mm-hmm. 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 Makes True. sense. Succinct is better. Yes. Yeah. You know that movie was made a day and a half. The original Star Wars film. <laughs> is that what? right? Is yes, that true? Correct. I think that's why I like it so much. Yes. Oh. Like it was uh, shot, cut, edited, and published, and all in a day and a half. That's correct. Wow. The only thing they changed is that C three PO's actual name was going to be Robot Man, <laughs> but they decided to change it at the last moment. I would have liked it. Yeah. Yes. That would have made him a good addition to the Super Friends. I think well, it would have been a clearer description of exactly what he is. Exactly. Mm, yeah. You, you know what what does C-3PO get? mean? Like, well, that's exactly it. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. Robot Man and Robot Man Jr., R2-D2. C-3PO simply means that the producers of this film did not have the balls to go with Robot Man because <laughs> they thought you were too stupid to understand. Mm-hmm. What if it's you like... See? What if it, his name is three C's... And zero P's. C three PO. So we should just call him C C C. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. And uh R R D D. What if he's a do too. <laughs> what if he's a uh, a counterfeit carbon copy? C C C. Well, see, this is simply why I dislike the sequels and prequels. It's, it's looking for things that aren't there. Yeah. You're fictionalizing about fiction. We wouldn't even be talking about this if it's his name was Robot Man. It's a snake eating its own tail, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Normally, I just like, you know, look at movies, but talking about them is kind of fun. Yeah. So, uh, maybe you should be a movie critic. Oh, that'd be splendid. Don't you have to make movies to be a movie critic? No. Not at all. That's no. what I learned today. That's a common misconception. The oh. very fact that you've never made a film makes you ideal to be a movie critic. Oh, I could do that. I've never made a movie. Oh, yes. I shall share you a, play, a page on my blog, if you so like. Wow. I'm already following you. Oh, then so. I should be honored to do it. Yeah. A fan becomes a co-worker. Delightful. Is it oh. easy to search your past posts? Do you have a lot of posts? Do I need to wade through information? I currently have 17 posts. Oh, not oh. that bad. I'll, f- I'll find it. So then. you've only been doing this for 17 days. Next or no, question? less. You've only been doing this for about uh, a little under nine days because you do two a day. I think the point, Michael, is it's what I do now. <laughs> I, I really hope those aren't long posts. You know how sometimes you're going through and like you get to the fifth long post and you're like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. Well, anymore. sometimes if a post is too long, I just don't read it at all. I, yeah, I scroll see, down to the bottom and I scroll back up and I'm like, it's too I long. Quite agree with it. After how long are your How long are your uh, your art critiques? Nothing longer than three paragraphs. That's oh, very nice. Yes, some magic number. That was only one case. Mm. Often they're concluded in a sentence. 
Wow. Yes. This Usually painting is crap. Three, three par- Job done. Three paragraphs. <laughs> Easy peasy. Three C's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three CPO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. He would be... Maybe he would be C-O-P-3. Because Are we talking about paragraphs. Robot Man? Yes. Yeah. I'm there. So uh, do you have any questions for Percy, uh, Broderick? Uh, you you kind of sound like you're British. How did that happen? I seem to get that a lot. Yeah. I suppose it's the way my mother and sister have always talked to me. Mm-hmm. Well, my speech mannerisms are merely a reflection of what I've been fed the entirety of my life. Yes. Oh. Does that answer your question? Yeah, kind of. Did it's you... Did you did they send you to finishing school? They, they never even sent me to starting school, for God's sake. It was home oh. taught. Uh-huh. Uh, all oh, the wow. way? Home oh, yes, K through twelve? Yes, I continue to be. Oh. So you're taught by your mother still? No, uh, these days I'm taught by seven cats. Uh, oh. Did I mention I have seven cats? Yes. yes. Oh splendid. You, did. Splendid. you said you're an art student at the beginning at the top of the show though. Yes, that's correct. Uh how how did you t- take online college? My self taught. Self-taught art scene. Yes, I figure if it's good enough for most musicians, it's good enough for art critics. <laughs> that makes sense. It does. Yeah. How yes. do you going to be able to get a degree, though? Oh, I don't feel I need a degree. Mm-hmm. So often, people I've uh, researched online, very seldom do people work in the degree they've acquired. That's true. It's a silly ritual, really. Mm-hmm. Just I getting your money. I have another question. Yes. Uh, will I get to see Percy? That's up to Percy. Broderick, I feel you've earned it. Wow. Yeah, for a slight moment, I shall remove this piece of cardboard here. Oh, oh. There you are. Good Lord. Look at you. Ho, oh. ho, You're as, like as white as Casper. Oh, yes. You sound as if you see the aura about me. Mm. I have. Hey, you know about, speaking of movies, Powder. He reminds me of Powder from the movie Powder. That's one I shall have to view. He sounds like a delightful fellow. Do you like what you see, Roderick? I, I do. Oh. Milky flesh. Great. Yes. <laughs> I should think if you were approaching me in any establishment and were to ask me to leave, I should do so before <laughs> it became an alteration, certainly. I might just leave if I walked into a place and you were there just to avoid that problem entirely. Yeah. Both of you guys, though, I would have scoped you out coming from the parking lot, but mm-hmm. those are two good guys. Oh, I'm not going to bother them. That's I'm going to actually I'm gonna tell them where the bathroom is because it looks like both of them stay hydrated. And they I probably do. need Indeed. to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I know. I could size you up. Well, would, we ha- would we have to buy something first? No, no. No? Wow. No, you guys are good. Sure. I know. I know. I know from your walk that you're eventually going to buy something when you go in there. Yeah. People who don't buy stuff, they have a certain. They've got a walk like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy anything. They have a walk like I'm. I'm. They're trying to make it look like they're gonna buy something. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a little too eager. Mm-hmm. They go over to the bar like too quickly. Mm-hmm. They, they read the the drink menu, like you know, like that they're too interested. Yeah. And then you know right away. Nope, we're not gonna order nothing. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna ask for uh, a water, and they're not even gonna they're not even gonna tip. Fools. Yeah. Well, thank you guys both so much for being on the show today. It's been more delightful than I could ever imagine. Though, if you this don't mind, I'm going to put my piece of cardboard back up here. Yeah, uh, there you go. It's been cool. It's can, very cool. Can I keep these headphones? My, my last ones are busted. Mm, yeah, go ahead. You can keep them. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. I, I have a question for Broderick, if I may. Oh, yes, absolutely. What is the percentage of people who actually bounce? I mean, I... I yeah, that's a good question. Like, how many people... That go in. I've of often a bar heard the term and really don't understand the uh, physicality mm-hmm. behind it. Uh, it, w- it works out to about point seven percent. Point seven percent. Yeah, yeah. So you toss them and then they fall and they bounce up. Well, parts of them, I suppose. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well. It, not not all bounce, but some do. It's a it's a body type. It is like if if they're very muscular mm-hmm. and in their hindquarters. Then usually it's it's, a, it's like a little bounce. Yeah, because they flinch when they hit the ground. So mm-hmm. like by squeezing their buttocks, it causes it gives them a little bounce. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also have a lot to do with the way you throw them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I throw them right on their butt. Mm-hmm. Speaking I, of uh, buttocks, I suppose that uh, 
just that you've been standing through this entire interview with it. Uh, neither of your buttocks is completely healed. I do wish you the best with that. Yes. Thank you. I've yes. been I've been forcing them to heal faster and by, by a, clenching. It's a little bit more intimidating with you towering over us because you're very tall. Yes, that's cool. Let me let me let me ease you by patting you on the head there. Ooh. Oh, ow! Oh, oh, oh. I feel so safe somehow. Oh, it oh. hurt, but I, I feel safe. I feel uh, I feel I feel better. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, it was so rough on you, Michael. It's okay. Thank you. Here, do you like this? Is this a more gentle yes, pet? It's, it's, a, it's more of a pet. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. You're like you're like one of Percy's cats. Mm-hmm. Am I like one of your cats? Sorry, I was purring. What? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on the show. An absolute pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thank you guys. Uh, and we will be back next week. Uh, make sure you guys go to Percy's website and enjoy his uh, his art critiques, and maybe you'll see some of Broderick's film critiques down there soon. I, I would love that. That <laughs> really sounds delightful. We could yes. collaborate. Let's do it. All right. I'd shake your hand if it didn't involve touching you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye.